0: Today's Davis is is Nazir Dav Nun Vav, the second Mishnah on Amud Beis, which is a two part Mishnah. The first half, the beginning, and then the second half, a few lines later, continuation of the first, discussing different sources of tumma of impurity, which would cause a Nazir to have his Nazirut status, to have his status of being a Nazir, be disrupted and nullified in a way. And then he'd have to cut his hair, shave his hair, and start all over again. So Rabbi Akiva teaches us his halacha, that is the halacha that we're looking at over here about what would cause the Nazir to lose his status and have to shave his hair. He discusses, first he presents this before Rabbi and he said that if a etzem keseora, which is a bone the size of a barley grain, and the halacha is that a bone the size of a barley grain is not metame ba'ol, which we've said many times in recent dapim, is the idea that inside of an enclosed space, the roofed space, that impurity does not emanate, does not, does not beam out into the room to cause those who are there to become impure themselves but it does cause a Nazir who touched or carried it to have to shave their hair. Kalvachomer, so, v'chomer, says the Gemara, if that's true, then it would obviously be true by a revi'izdam, by a quarter of a log, which is a measurement of blood, which is stricter, because it is Metamibol, it does... Cause those inside of an enclosed space to become impure. It should certainly cause a nazir to have to shave for touching or carrying such a measurement of blood. So Rabbi Eliezer responded, "Mazeh Akiva, what are you talking about, Akiva? You can't make a kavachoma over here. You can't use such a logical argument." But that's the extent of what Rabbi Eliezer's words were. No further explanation. So Akiva then goes to Rabbi Yeshua to discuss the same exact piece of discussion and logic. To a tribe of Yeshua responded, Yafei amarta, you said good, Elakein amru halacha, what can you do? You said a great, it's a great argument that you said, but happens to be, it's already a halacha le that this is the way it works. So the first point over here is the fact that Rabbi Akiva was a student, he was a Talmud of Rabbi Eliezer and Rabbi Yeshua for 13 years, according to the Yerushalmi, Masech of Daf Dav Membeis. Interestingly, the description over there is that Rabbi Akiva was so quiet that Rabbi Yeshua didn't even know who Rabbi Akiva was in those initial years. It's very interesting that we know that Rabbi Akiva himself advocated silence, as he says in Pirkei Avos, he advocates the approach to life of say less, be silent as much as you can, you can learn much and you can gain much by observing and listening and being careful with your words when to open your mouth. So he didn't know this also explains the wording of Danti lifnei Rabbi and Virtsethi Dvarim lifnei Rabbi He presented his words before these two rabbis. This is Rabbi Akiva presenting before the rabbis. We also notice in the Mefarsh explains Rabbi Yeshua and Reliazer actually give Rabbi Akiva the same ultimate answer, but the difference lies in how they respond. The question though is really in Rabbi Akiva why he didn't just leave it. Just leave it after this first interactions. Rabbi the something broke down in that interaction. Mikiva experienced a negative exchange, and as a student, he is in a vul- vulnerable position. He didn't receive validation, and in some ways, he experienced rejection. As the leading, as the as the teaching goes in Tanist of Chesam isa tamach Talmud Shelimudo Kashel of Kabarzo. You see a student who's struggling in his learning. Difficult like iron, it's because of the Rebbe, it's because of the teacher who isn't showing him the countenance of his face. This is what Rabbi Kiva felt. And conscious Rabbi Yakshua, who praised Rabbi Kiva's ideas. But by the way, he noted that his words were at, uh, not relevant because of the pre-existing law of Moshe from Sinai. We know that Rabbi Yezer was a harif. He was this fiery personality all the way from his own personal journey and beyond. But clearly the approach with his student Rabbi Kiva who himself had been on a winding journey of life was not successful, and therefore the lesson here is: although also you have to know how a student is doing, where they are, what they can handle. More fundamentally, it's about having mekabel koladim sever panim yafos, which I saw once a beautiful commentary. It doesn't just mean to smile, which we should certainly should do, but sever panim is about celebrating the uniqueness of the other, the tzel malachim inside the other person, by greeting them and interacting them in such a way that you are leaving them feeling special, valued, and appreciated. That you were given the chance to be in connection and be in their presence.